Welcome to Girl Code, where we discuss life, love, relationships, and basically everything and anything under the sun. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Tasha, and you're currently streaming Girl Code on Spotify. Also, if you're interested in having your own podcast, you can do so with Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record and upload your podcast, and they'll even put it on Spotify just for you. It's Girl Code. Alright, so we've got our guest in the studio today, and it is no other than Liz. Hi! Hi, Liz. Hi everyone, I'm Liz and I'm so excited to be here today. A little bit nervous to be honest. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Yeah, yeah. She was really <laughs> excited about the mic. She realized that she could do ASMR on it and then she was like tapping her nails like that. Yeah, I feel it's like an actual funny. YouTuber. <laughs> I know, right? So how have you been? How's the new life of being a mother like for you? Actually, it's really, really overwhelming at yeah. first. Mm-hmm. But then it gets really fulfilling. Nice. So I'm very, I'm very honoured and I'm very like grateful to be a mom actually yeah. i feel like just the thought of me being a mom is so nerve-wracking but then she's like it's so fulfilling and i'm like i wish to get there w- would you recommend being a parent yes if you are mentally ready must be mentally ready and emotionally mature okay yes, yeah i'm not ready then <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right. so nice right so today we're actually going to be talking about relationship with parents or overprotective parents so liz how is it like growing up for you in your household to be honest, I think my my parents were not very over, overprotective. Okay. Like my dad is a little bit, just a little bit, yeah. but it's not a lot. It's and not my, like crazy. No. Okay. Yeah, and my mom is more nurturing, and everything I want, she will just like let me do it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm not so sure if it's like very very good for me growing up, mm-hmm. as in like. If it helps me to be more independent and stuff, because she she just want to do everything for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can understand. My parents were not like that with me, but I see them being very overprotective with my brother, especially like my mm-hmm. mom babies my brother up till now, and he's twenty. And, like, he still doesn't really know how to do oh many things. God. But, like, he thinks he knows how to do things. So, if he listens to this, uh, yeah, you know how to do things. Why do you sound <laughs> like my sister? Okay, okay. Are you guys the youngest or elders or the, like the middle child? Eldest. Oh, I'm you're the youngest. Yeah, the youngest. I'm yeah. also the youngest. And I feel like every time it comes to being the youngest child, my mom babies the shit out of me. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah. But they are like crazy protective, my parents. Like when I was growing up, I remember having to like... Okay, the only reason why I lie so well today is because my parents taught me how to... <laughs> Really? Elaborate, Dude, I they, didn't, they didn't teach me how to lie, but you, you know, have to. they put me in a situation where I had to lie, oh, okay. you know? So, like, like growing up, right, every, every time I wanted to go out and hang out with my friends, my parents always like, no, no, you cannot go out. No, you mm-hmm. cannot stay out until late. No, you must come home by 6pm. If mm-hmm. the sun sets and then you're still not home, right, you're going to get grounded. And then I'm like, dude, so I had to lie. Right. I had to pretend like, you know, mm, I had to stay in school because, you know, I, I didn't do my homework. Any and I had study? to do, t- I have to do detention, mom. Yeah, so... That's why I lie so well now. So yeah, right. shout out to my mom. Thanks for teaching me. <laughs> what what kind of parent do you think you'll be to reign? Like, do you think you'll be overprotective? I don't think I'll be overprotective because okay. recently I just started to research about parenting. Okay. And it's, yeah. it's very, very interesting. Yeah, I see you sharing all these quotes on Insta oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. did. I was so excited because uh-huh. uh, when I when I was getting pregnant, right? Uh-huh. When I found out that I was pregnant, the first uh-huh. thing that I did, right, was 
a shop for baby stuff. After I decided to keep the kid, I was like thinking, oh my god, what, what do I need to get and everything. Mm. Then I realized that it's more important to uh, decide what kind of parents you want to be. Okay. As compared to like what to buy for the baby. Because you mean even before the baby is like, uh, like here, like you already have to know. Yeah, like I think it's very important because you are already a parent technically. Right. Your baby right. is already in you. True, You're a mom. True. Right, right, yeah, right. and that's way more important than like what clothes to buy. That's true. Like what beeps to buy, what but, pacifier yeah. to buy. I've never seen this. Like even with say like keeping up with the Kardashians, when they realize they're pregnant, they'll just go shopping and have a shopping spree. I've never heard someone be like, "You need to know if you're gonna be a good parent or not." And yes. I'm like, I've never heard that, and I think that's very mature. Right. Oh my yeah. gosh, so much, pra- so much praises today. <laughs> yeah, like, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, I'm gonna take this away when I when I'm pregnant for sure. Cause like I don't know if I'm gonna be a good mom. I already I was just saying that I want to have a surrogate. Like I don't even want to give birth to my child because right. I'm so scared. So yeah. now I'm like, okay, I need to think about if I'm gonna be a good mom or not. Yeah, it's okay. We'll get there someday. We'll get there someday. I think I think like everyone would be the best mom for their own child. You know, that's yeah. true. So you, you don't have to worry like you'll be a good mom, but like just do your best and really love your kid the best that you can. I think that's more than enough. So do you feel yeah. like these are the qualities you've learned from your parents? Um, I wouldn't say all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you take some and then you improvise. Yeah, like okay. honestly, I think my parents are not perfect for sure. Uh-huh. But I feel like they did their best uh, with all the resources that they had. Okay. Since you didn't grow up in a very ov- overprotective like, environment, yeah. you, you don't think you'll carry it onto your son? Eh? No, no. Okay. Uh, like, I was researching about parenting, right? So mm-hmm. I came across this doctor called Dr. Gabor or something. Okay. He's like European or something. So mm-hmm. he was talking about like, uh, how to not screw up your kids. So that's his book title. That made my parents have read that. Okay, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I don't think he started. He already wrote that book. But anyway... So it's talking about like if you uh, focus on the first three years of your parenting, mm-hmm. uh, you can relax after that. What? Just first three years. Okay. Yeah, but if you screw up the first three years, you have to do remedial parenting for the rest of your life. What are your takeaways from the book? Like what, are, what, were, what was the biggest thing you learned not to screw up your kid? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think the biggest thing, right, is that uh, when my baby is crying or, or uh, picking up the fast, mm. I have to be there with him. Instead of like, there's so many people to tell me to let my baby cry. Uh-huh. It's on its own, like leave baby. him alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if your baby is crying, just let it cry out. Let him cry out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, then uh, so that the doctor was saying that uh, if you do that, you're just showing your kids that emotions are not important. And when he needs you the most, you're you not there. Mm. Yeah, that and I was like, oh my gosh, like makes so much sense. But even when they're younger, I, they feel this way? Yes. I bet my dad let me cry last time, you little bitch. <laughs> I'm sure, quite sure mine did too. I'm sure, I remember growing up and... <laughs> dad! <laughs> Just kidding, but okay, keep going. Yeah, because like communication, right, is not only limited to language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when your baby is communicating with you, mm-hmm. they can't do it like true language. So yeah, right. there's so many other things, right? Right. Yeah. Like emotions. Oh my god, emotions. I never knew that. Yeah, right. we communicate through body language and emotions. Well, then why don't people in planes use this use this strategy? Like, oh, they always let yeah. babies cry in planes. Like, hello, show them emotional love. Yeah, like if you show them love, like even when they don't understand, you can tell them that you know you can cry. I know you're frustrated. I don't really know what's going tr- what's uh, what you're going through right now, but I'm here to journey with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like you can cry, it's fine. That's you know, things cute. like that. So you talk to your child. Yeah, even all the time. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and he replies in like, obviously, blabbering. Yeah. Oh, but he tries. But, he, but he's trying. He's trying so cute. Yeah, that's he really, cute. like he very pick up, picks up a fast right mm. now. So he's very calm. <laughs> I can imagine. That's so sweet. Yeah. I wish, I, w- I wish to have a very calm child. I've only seen very crazy child. <laughs> Do you think you'll be an overprotective parent? Me? I don't... <sighs> Yeah, keep thinking. Okay, see, I feel like... (laughs) Okay, because traditionally, Indian households are strict, right? Yeah, my household was really strict. And, okay, I want to tell you this one story. So, my parents, they're not, like, super, super overprotective, but they Mm -hmm. are strict. And so, there's this time where... So, I was schooling in India. I was in middle school, right? And we're not allowed to bring our cell phones to school. Yeah. And everyone still did and then there's this one day there was bag check and so the teachers would check through everyone's bags we tried to hide our phones but i mean it's very random so then they found where do you put it uh i put it in this condoms no we could why would we have condoms i put it in my bra dude search me bitches (laughs) yeah you know what? i don't know why i never thought of that i put in my shoe actually but then i wasn't wearing my shoe properly and so they're like oh what's there i'm just dumb okay i I couldn't think quick at that time so then they found everyone's phones and then they took it and so then when my when i came home i told my parents i was like oh they took our phones and then I don't know why, but at that time, my dad liked to go through my phones just to see if I'm texting any guys or doing anything. And because I never, I didn't have my phone at that time, he had told my counselor, because I was a little bit of a trouble kid, so they made a counselor make sure I was okay in school. And so they told the counselor that, okay, since the phone is in lock, they're not going to give it back to us after a month. So after the month ended, the counselor took the, my phone and then put it in an envelope and then stapled the envelope and mailed it to your dad no she gave it to me so i'm not allowed to open it and she stapled it at least 60 times so even if i had opened it they would know i opened it i think really 10 staples would have done it but she still stapled it 60 times and then i had to go home and give the phone to my dad so that he could make sure that there was nothing like i wasn't doing anything weird because i couldn't delete anything from a month oh, ago Oh, okay yeah so that's that's that story and uh, so you had an overprotective teacher no, I had an overprotective dad. My dad asked the counselor to do that. To do that. So oh. that the phone can go back to him without me deleting anything. Oh, shit. That so is... did he find out anything? No, I wasn't doing anything. I think we, I only had pictures from like camp. Like right. when we went a month ago and it was just like like group pictures. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't anyway doing anything, but yeah. they just want to make sure I'm doing fine. And right. I guess because I was a little bit of a trouble kid in school, like I would just cause a ruckus i would like not have a great like my teachers just hated me for some reason so you know how you just have that image yeah so my yes. parents just wanted to make sure i was okay yeah but i just still till this day don't like that that had to have happened yeah because yeah. it creates a lot of distrust right yeah like why like why did my dad not trust me to this extent yeah like i do get it like i don't know he's always had a thing with me and hanging out with guys so if i had a boyfriend at that time he just wasn't very happy about it right so i can understand i mean they're doing their best and their ups and downs it is what it is not like he would want to do it if he knew how badly it would have made me feel yeah you know probably Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so that's on overprotective parents and that's something i don't think i would do to my child Mm -hmm. yeah right same same i can relate because like for me growing up like i said i had like really overprotective like parents because i was the baby of the family right Mm -hmm. and then like weirdly enough i feel like even up to today when i'm 25 years old like they still think that i can't do things on my own and like they they don't like restrict me on where i go but they'll always ask questions like Mm -hmm. which i feel like it's cute sometimes but sometimes Mm -hmm. it gets a bit overwhelming because like 
like yeah, I can understand. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I love my parents, but it sometimes it's a bit too much. So I remember growing up, right? Like I said, uh, I always had to find a way to go out because my parents just wouldn't let me out of the house. And mm-hmm. I have two elder sisters who are like five and seven years older than Did me. Did they help you? No, because they are like... Five and seven years? Yeah, so uh, that's why I really like the baby of the family. Mm-hmm. My elder sisters are really like a lot older than me. And then I remember growing up, like every time they left the home, right? Like I would just be at home alone, which I really hated uh, because mm-hmm. it really sucked. And then um, seeing them go, like go out made me want to also go out. So I always like compared myself to my sister. Like, oh, why a can go out, but I cannot go out. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So... um. Like, I remember having to lie from an early age. Mm-hmm. So I would tell my parents, like, oh, I, I have to stay back in school for detention. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I have CCA. Or, like, you know, I have I have just things to do and yeah. places to be just to, like, you know, like, get to stay out later. Because I always had this really early curfew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I can always understand where that comes from. Because especially, like, you don't have bad intentions. You just want to yeah. go out. But then there's a restriction not to go out. And it's not like you're doing anything wrong. But you yeah. don't see any other way out. Right, of it. right. So I feel like kids are are dr- driven to that path that, okay, we need to lie so that we can stay out. And yeah. I think that happens with so many teenagers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to say I've never lied in my life. Like, I'm sure yeah. I have too. And I'm sure so many people have as well because of this. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, people lie because it's out of fear. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, like... Like using fear to control, yeah, your control child. your child, and like using that as an influence to keep them in check is mm-hmm. is I, I I don't think I'll use that. Yeah, that's great because yeah. I remember like being so scared of my parents. You know, yeah. they always like cane. Oh my god, the cane! Yeah, yeah, the cane oh, was my geez. best friend. I always hide it behind the bed. But anyway, yeah, and then there's always a new one, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. My mom just makes it appear out of nowhere. But oh my like, gosh, can yeah. I tell you guys something? Yes. Like uh, Maxi and yeah. uh, his sister's parents uh-huh. uh, used to make canes. Like, that's their business. That's where it came from. That's where <laughs> that's it came, where it came from. from, Maxi. <laughs> okay, imagine the number of canes in their household. Oh. It's everywhere. Oh, bless. There was once, right, they even had this prison cane at home. Your prison cane is those that the cane, like, prisoners, basically, yeah. is at home. Just to oh. put it there to show them that, you know, if anything... Like, oh my yeah. god. But obviously, they didn't use it yeah, on them. Yeah, but, yeah. You can't yeah. but I feel like when I was younger, and if that was in my house, I would anyway not do anything. <laughs> I would just look at me like, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <interesting>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just stay at home every day. I'm sorry, Papa. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, with all the stories that we've talked about, do you think you have trust issues now, like, between your parents yes. and yourself yes so like Liz said because they used fear to control me when I was younger right mm-hmm. like they always like threaten me like yeah. oh uh, I'll take away your phone I'll take away your allowance or like you know I'll just ground you at home so mm-hmm. like I think that really creates like a kind of tension that never really goes away. Like, mm-hmm. I can never view my parents as my friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and they say it all the time. Yeah, like, I hear it from my friends, you know, they always say, oh, like, my dad is my friend. Like, I can just tell him everything about my life and I can mm-hmm. never relate because how do I tell my dad about everything in my life? He'll be yeah, so yeah. disappointed in me. Jeez, yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, 
yes, I, I still have a great relationship with my dad. Like, I love him. He loves me. I understand that he, he does things in his weird way. But, like, there's just this barrier of emotions that mm-hmm. we can never, like, go across because my dad has always been, like, you know, the traditional Chinese father figure. But, mm-hmm. like, no, I'm your father. I'm the author- authoritarian of the house. Like, you have to listen to my rules under- if you're living under my roof yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. it kind of sucks that way because I wish that my dad knew more about me mm-hmm. than he knows right mm-hmm. now. But, it's just something that I guess yeah. Asian households have. Yeah, it's yeah. really. I feel like it's really crazy because even after that whole like stapler story happened, right? I was okay. Like I get, like, I still love my dad, love my parents. Like it's all fine. I get it. But what I didn't enjoy the most was when everyone else got their phones back. They just got their phones back. I got an envelope back, and I had to travel um in the school bus and so everyone made fun of me and they're like why 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 are your parents trying to do that and like they're making and i I just felt really bad i was like why would my dad want my friends to make fun of me like why why did i have to go through this and so i feel like no matter how the how great everything is i just always do think of those moments and i'm like Mm -hmm. why would they want to do that like make me feel that way Uh, up until now you know i still think about that so i think that's what i would bring up into my parenting i would i would learn from them and then also bring it up in a way where I don't have to do that to my kid. But I will take a lot of things that they have taught me as well, like my yeah. parents. Thank God. You know, I actually just suddenly remembered this like crazy story mm-hmm. um, that I heard. It, it happened in US. Basically, about it's about this overprotective mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the story is called um, the Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard story. So this daughter actually killed her mom. No. No, I'm freaking serious. Okay, so what happened is this daughter, right? Like, and this mom... <clears throat> the mom's called Didi. So the mom has always been a single mom, I think, from like when Gypsy was a really young girl. And then after that, because like, I guess like the mom realized that there was only the two of them and she wanted her daughter to stick with her forever. Yeah. So she faked okay, a lot of like, already. yeah, it, she, it's quite bad. So she made her daughter rely on her, you know, oh by what? By faking illnesses. So she okay. kept okay. yeah, she kept telling, like, so she, she told Dude. all the doctors like, oh, my, do- my daughter suffers from uh, muscle dystrophy or like, oh, my daughter has to have all her teeth plucked out my daughter has to do this have to do that so her daughter actually wheelchair bound and stuff like that right until the daughter was like 15, 16 and then she realised that she could walk no shit yeah there's a show I just yeah, watched which yeah. is about this as well yeah so then the daughter realised that her whole life is a, is a lie it's just lies that her mom make up so that the daughter will stay with her forever you know it's crazy because yeah, it's I've heard you say this story and then I just watched a show called uh, I forgot what it's called but there was a mom who oh not gosh. a mom a grandmother because the mom passed away the grandmother wanted to keep the child so she yeah. kept fake like um, faking illnesses right? yeah giving her injections going for unnecessary necessary surgeries yeah. yeah yeah same thing yeah and they told the kid that she has cancer yeah. and Liz is just it's crazy yeah so all this just to keep the child yeah. beside you and then one day the child realized yeah then one day the child woke up like she realized that actually I can walk mm-hmm. yeah so she she wanted to like explore because she was 16 17 or something I think and then she she was in the phase of like puberty and she yeah. wanted to grow up like she she wanted to have a yeah. romantic relationship so she went online and she met this guy and then she told the guy like oh um actually I can walk but my mom doesn't know and stuff like that and then she met the guy and then they planned to kill the mom okay that's, that's a bit like they, they definitely took it too far but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like this is how overprotective like can get a bit too extreme yeah 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 but it's, it's I think you I guys can watch it on Netflix. They planned to kill the mom. Did they kill the mom? They did. The, the 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 boyfriend. So she left a pair of gloves in the in the door for him to come in to kill oh her mom while gosh. she waited in the bathroom. Yeah. So she heard her mom die. Oh my goodness. And today oh she's serving. Gosh. Yeah, she's serving jail time. But the thing is, 
for the crime that she committed, actually she should have got a, she ha- she should have like the death penalty. But because they fought on the on the, uh, the defense that yeah. like she was controlled and manipulated her whole life. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, it's really insane. nuts. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, Liz was just processing this for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. because like first of all, I think parents shouldn't be reliant on their children for emotional needs at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Like, I realise there's a lot of parents, especially females, like moms, will rely on their kids for emotional needs. Like what? What like, do you mean? For example, if uh, the mom quarrel with the dad, they'll go and tell the kid, oh, your father did this, your father did this, you know, oh, things yeah. like that. It's super unhealthy. Like, the kids couldn't process that. That's an adult thing. Yeah, and it's super unfair. Like, why do you want your kids to take sex even? Right. Yeah, so it, it's, not, it's, it's not healthy at all. But uh, anyways... Yeah, I just feel not. like <laughs> sorry, I'm processing <laughs> on my lifetime memories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah mom. You shouldn't have mom. <laughs> yeah, because it's just very, very bad. Yeah, it but really anyway, is. I feel like after hearing the story from mm. what Jasmine shared, like being an overproductive parent has just like no benefits. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, like For because sure. if your kid is rebellious like me, mm. I'll definitely rebel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like you, I rebel like well. mad. Yeah, yeah, and if your kid is l- more submissive, she'll just be like you know, like, very afraid of everything, yeah. don't dare mm-hmm. explore, so there's no benefits at all, like, right. yeah, the best way is to communicate. Correct, yeah. for sure. Like, I remember, like, once I grew to, like, I think 17, 18, and then I, I chose to actually go to schools that were further away from my house, just so I could get away from my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is crazy! Yeah, it's crazy. Like, now I think that I'm like, dude, like, all this was so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. But, yeah. but, I mean, I mean, I, I'm still glad that, like, my parents are, like, not the extreme cases. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you guys ever, you know, if any of you are, like, going to be a mom and you're listening to this, just, you know, take it slow, take it easy, communicate with your kids. Yeah, I feel like all these things, these problems are mediocre. After I heard your freaking <laughs> killing spree and then I watched that show of someone making the child fake cancer, like, yeah. it's an insane world out there. Like, yeah. it's... Like, you can't even think of ever doing that to anyone. Like, I ca- it's not even in my brainwave to think of doing that. To, like, thinking of doing that to my parents. Like, that's insane. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. having the heart to do that. Like, okay, fine. Like, I get... I don't know. I just think that over... Yeah, exactly as you said. Having overprotective parents has yeah no benefits. I think, like, that's why it's so important to know that you're mentally ready and emotionally ready before you get a kid. There we go. Yeah. See? There Back we go. It is all a loop, guys. Yeah, okay? there we go. There is yeah. a step-by-step method to it having is, a child. If you don't think you're ready, please don't get a child because, like, she's gonna... He suffer. or she's gonna, you know, suffer all benefit for the rest mm-hmm. of their life, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's very important. Moving on to the effects of overprotective parents. So I feel like I I I am in a position to say this because my parents are really really quite overprotective. So um one thing I realized that I struggle with right today is that I really don't have a lot of self-confidence. My dad and mom always told me like, oh don't trust anyone or don't go and talk to anyone. Yeah, and like it gives me a little bit of social anxiety now. Like, I'm always very scared, like, to trust people. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, I feel like it's it's very linked to you for me. I feel like it's... I don't have a lot of friends. Yeah. Because I feel like it was difficult to go out and meet people. And, yeah. And now that, is, as you said, you know, don't trust anyone. Of course, there are things that happen in this world why, where you shouldn't trust people. But a lot of the times when you're, you have to come home early or you can't meet your friends because I wasn't allowed to go for sleepovers. And so a lot of these things, you miss your friends bonding that happens over that time. And then you're, you just kind of 
don't yeah. have that yeah and yeah it's like it's like very linked right like anxiety to meeting other new people eventually because you've been so mm-hmm. secluded for a long time I yeah feel like. right yeah i think the topic about trust is very interesting because my dad has always been telling me don't trust anyone and other than your family like yeah. everyone has bad, bad intentions, intentions right you and i'm like <laughs> So, like, with that in my mind, while I'm, like, going on with my journey in life, it feels very, very tiring. Like, yeah. I have to, I have to, Always like, be wary, yes, right? Yes, and I always have to question people's intention, mm-hmm. and I got so sick of it, so I started to do research online. Of course you did. <laughs> yes, yeah, what did you yeah, learn? Of course like? I did, right? Yeah, so, like, I realized that, uh, at first, I thought trust has to be earned. So, yeah. I thought, like, I have to test people. You yeah. Know, like, if they, if I can trust them, then... It feels really tiring too, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I found out like that actually trust has to be given until it's broken. And then you just take it back. Hmm. How do you take That is so... Just much like, wait one second. Trust like, has to be given <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then broken. Unless it's broken. So I trust you. I already trust both of you. Okay. So yeah. unless I found that you betrayed me, right. then yeah. I stopped trusting you. So it's that easy. So it, basically trust should be a given. Yeah. I not trust an, everybody. Uh, not an earned thing. Yeah. Of course you don't obviously like... Like, like go and give someone else yeah. a bank account number. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a dumb bitch. Thumb, right? But yeah. like, yeah, just generally just trust everyone until like yeah, they are proven wrong, basically. Right. Yeah. Okay, I feel like that's a statement that I've been, I've had my trust broken a thousand times, which yeah. is why I feel like that's why now I find it very hard to trust people. So I guess it's what you, like your experience, what you go through. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if now that, if you were to tell me that now and then, I hadn't had my trust broken. I could I could probably go with that. But now, because my trust has been broken, I have to double think like a thousand things before I like hire my best friend. Now you know. Well, but mm. of course, not everyone is a best friend. You really yeah, have true. To, you know, very yeah. true. Yeah, a trust as in like you you feel that the person is not gonna harm you. Right. right. Yeah. So I'm talking about that. Not like I'm gonna give you ten million dollars and I trust That'd be that nice, you though. will keep for me. <laughs> no, obviously <laughs> true, true, not. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So things like that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think another problem that um that stems from overprotectiveness as a child uh, is like I feel like I constantly seek validation from my parents what about you too? oh yeah all the time. Time. I didn't even think of that until you said it that's yeah. so true that's yeah, yeah, so yeah. true oh my gosh right do you feel the same Liz? I think I started to do that when I was really young until I realised that I can never get it then I, I kind of like just gave, gave up right, right. I'm like I, yeah. I can never get yeah, validation yeah like I can never get it you know like, but I don't know why I'm still trying so and it, it's so tiring it fluctuates right. from time to time. I feel like sometimes I'm like, okay, I really, really want them to, you know, and they do. They will be like, oh, you're doing really good. You're doing great. And, that, and then oh, they tell you that? They do. They oh, have. They, they tell you that, that you lucky b- Yeah, my parents never did. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Yeah, so they do. Um, But then a lot of times, suddenly something will happen and then I feel like I have to work from ground zero back to... Oh. Um, so it's kind of like so, transactional a little bit. Yeah, I feel like it. Mine, there's no transaction. Yeah, like, no matter same. what I do. Yeah, same. No matter what I do. Yeah, so I think uh, everyone kind of knows if you yeah. don't get validation from your parents, you will kind of seek it outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's yeah, me. Yeah, that's me too, kind of. Yeah. Until I start to manage it. So yeah. it's better now. That's right. But I think that's very good, like what your parents did, like praise you and stuff but yeah because i so when we so when i was younger i when we were talk about like academics i wasn't the most brilliant in academics like maths and stuff i just it's just not my strong suit so when i was in 
primary school up to like middle school they would be they would be very harsh on my academics but then once they realized that I was more creative in other things like art I was doing really well in that and I was doing well in like drama and so then they started to realize they started to loosen up a bit and they're like okay so maybe for college she can go to an art school or yeah. go to a fashion like do fashion or something and they were actually the ones who pushed me to do it and so I think when you're growing up um parents just do what they think is best until they kind of understand their child and i think i was very blessed in that state that they later did realize that okay you know maybe even though she's not the strongest in academics she's good in other things so they Mm -hmm. let me pursue that Mm -hmm. but i know with overprotective parents sometimes they choose the path for their child yeah i've heard stories of that yeah yeah it's quite miserable actually just now when uh you guys were talking about validation right mm. like i actually had a moment with my son rain and oh. like when i talk about it i kind of want to cry though Why? like so when he was born right like, after he was born i kind of like just had this moment where i want to tell him that like no matter what you do no matter like uh, what kind of person you'll be mm. yeah i'll already be very proud of you and oh, oh. mama <laughs> Liz. <laughs> Do you want another daughter? No, no, no. (laughs) No, me. Me. I'll be a daughter. (laughs) Yeah, no. I was just telling him that I I, I will already be proud of you. I already love you. You don't have to do anything. So, yeah, I just started crying. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I just think it's so important because I never had that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like parenthood today is a lot more emotional as compared to when we were ch- when we were kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I'm really happy to see that times are evolving and that, you know, parents nowadays have more resources and more, like, like advices that come from, like, legit, res- like legit backgrounds. Yeah, and, like, yeah. So, agree. Uh, I wish my parents, you know, had, had those kind of resources. Yeah, but maybe, like, our parents, at that point of time, they were all thinking about money. Like, how do yeah, we Yeah, because it, they, they gave you birth know. to us in a rough patch. Too. Yeah, so... Yeah, I do think it's very interesting, though, like, when they started being parents for the first time up till now, I'm sure you guys also see some changes in them while you're growing mm. up as well. No? Oh, like, sure. with the, like sure a little bit, do. even, like, yeah. with the times changing, I feel like they're also growing up. I feel like it can be hard. Like, us growing up in this generation, this is what we know. Maybe our kids growing up, like, have you seen tiktok kids i mean having I more okay so imagine a generation ahead of tiktok it's like how would we know how to handle that you know it's yeah. gonna be really tricky but i'm sure we're gonna try yeah. it's just like it's just parenting is just yeah you're gonna give credit where credit is due for yeah, sure yeah. it's really not easy man yeah it's parenting. like all you know to do like this is our idea of what we think we're gonna do but later who knows what we exactly. need to do for them exactly. you know right. Yeah. Maybe 10 years down, we'll see Rain being a TikTok kid. Oh my god, Rain. <laughs> is TikTok still even going to be here? <laughs> There'll be something like TikTok 2.3 or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Do you guys have any advice for like, you know, I guess how to deal with like overprotective being overprotective parents? parents? I feel like uh, they have their reason. First of all, I think it's very important to just accept that you have overproductive parents. Yes. Yeah, and yes. then uh, the next step is uh, communicate. Like, just mm. tell your parents, like, you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just showing your raw emotions. If your parents, your parents really love you, I don't want to say if, right, because yeah. it causes doubt, but your parents really love you and want the best for you, but uh, sometimes they don't really know how or they don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they they just try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just know that everyone's trying. So just communicate law. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I agree. This one time my cousin told me when I was in a very frustrated state, she was like, your parents would never do anything to hurt you because they love you the most. They've seen you grow. They've grown you. So they yeah. would never intentionally do yeah, anything to hurt you. So 
I feel like even though you want to come out of them being overprotective, just communication really is key because if you don't talk to them and you only only rebel, it's is they're gonna think that you're just a very problem child. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I just think always communication as well. Even though it can turn into an argument, at least yeah. it's out there. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just actions. Be like, oh, this is what I think they're doing, and then parents are like, oh, I think this is what my kid is doing. When maybe that's not. Yeah, not the yeah. Truth. but communication is like a whole nother topic because yeah. like it's so many things there's so many things right tonality how you phrase your words oh, and stuff like that but like just start by communicating yeah. i guess right. you're not gonna get it the first time i can promise you <laughs> <laughs> if your parents are over- overproductive yeah yeah it takes some time yeah but yeah i don't i don't think it's something that you can't work out between your parents because like like you guys say i'm sure that if you tell your parents that Whatever they're doing is hurting you. I'm sure they'll try and change. Yeah. Mm. And don't say things that you don't mean. Because mm-hmm. like, as girls, I know, like sometimes I just, when I'm younger, I say things that I don't mean to spike them. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm gonna like, yeah, I say very mean stuff, man, when oh, I'm yeah. younger. Me too. Like one of the stuff that I said that I don't mean was like, I'm gonna put you in like old folks' home. Oh, it's Yeah, okay. when I'm older. You know, things like that. Yeah. I don't even mean it. I just <laughs> want to hurt them. Right. It's very bad. Yeah, yeah. I know. Them stupid, like my dad would say that you're not my daughter. What the fuck? Oh, Crazy. my dad said that too. I'm like, okay, uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh yeah, I'm like a really, really bad oh kid. My God. I'm so Thanks rebellious. for giving me the best comeback of oh the year. Oh my God. Right, just waiting for the next time my dad says it to use it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah. it's really, really damn stupid. The kinds of things that like we argue about, it's so stupid now that I think about it. Yeah. But yeah, I guess at the end of the day, the most important thing is to ex- like acknowledge that you guys are still family and and with any problem that comes around, you need to have the patience to go and solve it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, after being a mom, I learned how to be a daughter. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's really. True. Like, I can you think see you have a better relationship with your parents? For huh? sure. Aww. Yeah, for sure. That's cute. Yeah, so you guys will feel it one day. Aww. I'm so excited. I hope so. so, how, wait, I, so one more thing. How did it, how did you break the news to your parents that you're pregnant? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Was that tough? Okay, no, wait. The funny thing is, right, uh-huh. my parents never knew about Maxi. So the first time Maxi met them is to tell them that I'm pregnant. What? Uh. Wait, wait, really? How long were you with Maxi before? Oh my gosh, not even that long, like a couple months. Nice. Yeah, like chop, less chop, than half curry a year. Pork. <laughs> wait, 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 I think it's half a year. Okay. Yeah, it's insane. So I was terrified. Oh my gosh. I was terrified. I can't even imagine. But they know you were seeing someone. They no. just didn't know it was Maxi. They didn't know. No. Because oh. I didn't want to tell them. But like, I mean, when you were dating Maxi, you got go home often, eh? Nope. And then? Then did I ask you where you no, were? I, I was like never always home. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So how did <laughs> I know? Cause me too. Me too. No, me because too. Because like yeah, I'm just pre rebellious as a yeah, child. Same. Oh my god, I can relate. I yeah. was like, I think I because of really my know. childhood, like uh-huh. my dad kept trying to contain me yes. in my bubble. Right. I the growing more up, I the more out. I want to get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I just didn't go home <laughs> for, me too. Like, for like months. So no problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. And yeah. they, they never know where I am. I just like, you know, occasionally go home to take more underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You also know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but honestly, to my surprise, right? Like, cause I was really scared that of my dad's reaction. Uh-huh. I, I, I thought he was going to punch him or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you went with Maxi. Yes, of course. Wow. <laughs> of course, you I leave Maxi to. to do it alone. You no. would do that. No, I thought I thought like I would break the news and then bring the guy in. 
Oh no, let the guy no. break the news Dude, he got you pregnant No, you can't break the news first Your oh, mom will be like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna call the police or something <laughs> Oh, I yeah. see yeah. So, okay. yeah so like, I told that to my mom first Because my mom is like A little bit more of, chill Yeah, like my mom is like the kind of mom that If I told her that I don't want to go to school She will like go to take the MC with me Yeah, I think mom and Moms, okay I tell you one thing I learned Even though I'm not a mom Like, no matter how much you fuck things up right, Your mom will be there with you Yeah, always Mom is like, like I love my mom. Like, I love my mom too. Yeah, I love my dad too. Like, okay, I'm I love my mom. I, dad, I mean, I love my dad, but my mom though. Whew. Oh my mom! Oh my mom thought okay. that I wanted uh to go America and study. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> was she wrong? Why, why are you going to America to study? <laughs> <laughs> then like uh nope. Then she's like, what? What? What you want to tell me? Uh, that time I. Uh, I was alone with my mom. Okay. Yeah, only Maxie met my dad with me. Yeah, so okay. because my mom, like, we can talk. Okay. So my, I was like, Mommy, why you I just said, like, I'm pregnant, like, in Mandarin. Then she's like, What? what? <laughs> then I'm like, uh, I'm pregnant. Then she, so now how? Then she, like, very, very panicked. Oh, really. Yeah. Then, yeah. then she said, I don't want you abort. I don't want you abort. Like, yeah, then, um, then I'm like, Okay. Uh, then she said, How's the guy? Then I don't want to talk so much. La. I just yeah. said, Why don't you meet him? Yeah. Then, uh, Maxi brought her out to dinner Aww. and like then after that right when Maxi arrived right cause we were at Sushi Tei then the glass is like transparent one so he walked here and then he's like Oh, <laughs> like, super fierce yeah. then Maxi sit down right then he tried to like like rapport with her like oh auntie what you want to eat then she's like then she pushed the menu away <laughs> so you made my daughter pregnant what you gonna do like, <laughs> oh. then Maxi say uh, what, what do you want me to do like that oh, what, what do you think then my mom say uh, I want you to marry her then she say okay can then I'm like <laughs> So my mom, me and Maxine met my dad. And then uh, I, I told my mom, mommy, I'm uh, going to tell my dad, like, just, we are getting married. Don't tell him about the baby yet. Like that. Then I'm like, wow, this is my like, This is my boyfriend. And then Maxine say, uh, uncle, I got good news for you. Then I'm like, too soon, too soon. Abort. <laughs> no, no uh, we, we are talking. And then my mom, like, was very worried. Like, she was sweating already. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, also like, oh my gosh, how is he going to break the news? Then, I just told him just say that about the wedding. Don't say the baby, right? Mm-hmm. Then he say, Uncle, I got good news for you. Uh, you're gonna be a grandpa. Then I'm like, Dude! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then my father was like, Was he shocked? Was he angry? Was he father, happy? What, what was he? He was like, I actually recorded it. Oh. Then my father was like, Huh huh. Then get married long. Then I'm like. That's so easy. Weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I think my dad really likes Maxi. It has to pass a certain age. Last time my dad would tell me like, oh, don't have sex, don't have sex. Like you'll never, you'll never, if you, are, if you have sex before your marriage, your husband will never respect you. Then like, I think like two months ago, he just told Derek, because Derek stays at my house yeah, quite yeah. often. He just told Derek like, oh, if Jasmine is pregnant, just keep the baby. Oh, really? Yeah, he told it to Derek when I wasn't even fucking around. I, I was just like, like I think he wouldn't I wow. think he wants to keep that like fatherly figure to you like he doesn't want to break that um, yeah. that authority that he I has guess. so he wants but to like yeah I think you you pass a certain age and you show your parents that like I can take care of myself and then yeah. maybe they'll start trusting you a yeah, little bit yeah 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 so yeah there is hope guys there is hope so you just need to grow past the the overprotective phase yeah agree but, oh my god I'm so excited to be a parent I think you'll be a great mom. Oh, like the way you. you handle your little puppies. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Great mom. I try and I try my best. Yeah. But yeah. I think Derek will be a good dad too. Yeah, he will. He yeah, will. he takes such good care of you, right? Yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm the baby more than the fucking girlfriend. And he's like very patient. Yeah, he is. Eh. Oh my gosh, super amazing. I cry at night, then he like, 
Why? <laughs> it's quite funny, yeah, but yeah. yeah uh, still long, still long. But okay, going <laughs> back into the podcast, you know, no more Singlish, okay? And now we gotta, you know, please the international audience. Since we were talking about overprotective parents, I feel like it's also very important to set like healthy boundaries with yeah. them. Um, make, like to a point where if you don't need help or if you know how to do something, say like you know how to make your bed and then your mom will help you make it every day. Yeah. I think it's good to let your mom know that hey like i can make my bed every day yeah maybe let me do it i feel like that's the step of starting to kind of get away from overprotective parents a little bit i think like it's really important to say what you meant and you do it like Mm -hmm. hey i can make my bed and you really make your bed yeah yeah, like instead of like saying and over promising and then don't do it like how i did last time i kept telling my parents i want a puppy i want a puppy and the moment they got me a puppy right because i promised them that i'll take care of the puppy after two days, they are like cleaning its poop, know, bathing okay, him. Okay. So like obviously they don't trust me, right? Uh-huh. So I really have to mend what I say. So that's mm. that. And like also parents have to instill these values into them because like yeah, like your habits and your values can be passed on to other future generations. Mm. Like you realize some positive or toxic traits that you have, right? Your mom also has it. Very true. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh, that's so true, actually. Yeah, that's very true. And like, you notice it over the years. You're like, oh, wait, my mom does this. Yes. I do this too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, always know, like, your kids are always learning from mm-hmm. you. Not through your words, but, like, through your actions. Yeah, and also, yeah. notifying your parents, I feel like, when it's appropriate. So, like, uh, there's this... When, when I was younger, my parents, like, especially my mom, she would always be like, oh, where are you going? I'd be like, oh, to my friend's house. And then my mom will get the friend's number, the friend's mom's number. And just to make sure, like, yeah. when I don't pick up my phone, she can call them, mm-hmm. which was fine. And I then, think that's fair. Yeah. And then when I started going out, say, clubbing, um, or like oh, just man. out after, like, after, like, late night, she would always ask me to wake her up when I'm home so that she knows I'm home. And so it came to a point where I felt bad every time having to be like at 2 a.m. be like, okay, I'm home and I have to wake her up. So I would tell her, I was like, it's fine. Don't worry, I'll be home. I'll just turn the light off or something. So at least when you go to the bathroom, you know I'm, I'm home. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. wake you That's up. Great. So slowly we would, kind of, uh, we would kind of move away from the path of having to do all that just to be like, okay, I'm home. I also don't want to like come home and be like, okay, I have to go tell my mom I'm home, you know? Like yeah. you just want to feel a little bit independent when you come home. You're like, okay, I'm home. I can just go to bed now. Yeah. But okay, okay. So yeah, it's very important to set healthy boundaries. It is. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Oh, actually I have something to add on though for oh, the yes. healthy boundaries because like I have a friend that uh has a four-year-old daughter. Okay. So they are really setting the example for me as parents. So right. they allow their daughter to bathe herself and know like why daddy couldn't bathe her. Like know like where's her privacy. Oh. Yeah, like and when people you know when you have a kid that's so cute, everyone wants to hug her. Yeah. So the parents will tell her, you know, uh you can tell people if you don't want them to hug you. Oh, yeah, like tell smart. them that I don't I don't feel comfortable right now. Don't hug me and don't touch me. Yeah, right. like tell her that it's okay. So mm. it's really amazing, I feel. Oh. Because she's a girl, so yeah. like... You need to learn. Yeah, learn you need to, to learn what's the boundary and respect your body and things like that. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, that's mm. the thing about boundaries is always ensure that they're age-appropriate as well for any age, like growing yeah. up. But how do you teach that to a son? Mm, I think son too, like, mommy don't, just don't bathe you. You know, oh. that bathe you. But of, obviously, maybe after four years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, I feel like also being overprotected sometimes it's nice you know you get all the love and it then they'll is, do things for is. you but like it has to be healthy yes yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes 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 yeah, yeah like yeah, from yeah, time okay. and time it's just 
is nice like my mom will sometimes when i when i'm so busy she'll like help feed me with a spoon when yeah, i'm like yeah. doing my stuff and it's, i just Aww, really like so it because it just really helps and also it feels very heartwarming like yeah, i'm yeah, still yeah, my mom is. and my dad's little kid you know yeah, yeah. yeah. but it gets to like a unhealthy level right when you expect your kids to do stuff that you never ex- want them to yeah like mm-hmm. uh i have a friend that her mom complains to people that oh they don't do housework but mm-hmm. my friend asked like have you ever let your kids help you with housework when they're younger she's like no then i'm like then why, why are you expecting right now yeah yeah, yeah you know so mm-hmm. yeah i think everything has to be taught yeah in a, in a healthy manner la, if you want your kids to turn out a certain way for sure yeah it's so nice to talk to you guys man like <laughs> it's I okay don't worry like we got another episode after this all right well this has been a really insightful conversation and a lot of fun thank you so much liz for being here Thank yep. you, guys. And I'm wishing you all the best in your journey of parenthood with Maxi Woo-hoo. on behalf of, you know, everyone here at the Ladies First team. Awesome, I need it. Noise. No, you don't. I you do. Have your you're doing great, girl. girl. You have your research. No, yeah, man. Like, you're really doing great. Like, okay, Google has my crazy. back. Google really <laughs> has your back. <laughs> all right. So if you're listening to us and you want to have your own podcast too, you can actually use Anchor to record and upload all your podcasts. Anchor automatically distributes them to multiple listening platforms such as Spotify just for you. Girl Code will also be releasing new episodes every Wednesday, so remember to follow us here on Spotify and Instagram at Ladies First TV for more updates. This is Jasmine. And I'm Tasha, and thank you for tuning into Girl Code. Code. Bye! Bye.